0: Welcome to the Fundraising Freedom Podcast, the place to be educated, encouraged, and empowered to raise more funds and have more freedom. I'm Mary Bologna, your host, and today we're talking about how to thrive during unprecedented Times. If you're new to the show, welcome. It's so great to have you with us. I know we've picked up some new listeners recently, so welcome to you. And thanks to those of you who have been listening for several weeks, months, and possibly even years. <laughs> so thanks, guys, for joining in. I know that this has been a, a really unusual time for all of us, and many would call it unprecedented times, right? Uh, that's what the news and the media and many, many people are saying right now is that we have never experienced anything like this. And, you know, I'd have to agree with that, that, I mean, obviously we've never experienced, uh, a pandemic like this. You know, the last one was 1918. Many of us were not alive, you know, so, uh, so we are experiencing something that we have never experienced before, but we have experienced unprecedented times before. And that's what I wanted to address today to share with you and to figure out how we can actually thrive during this time based on looking at the history of what we've already been through. So just in the United States alone, we have gone through 15 recessions just in the last 91 years. So in less than a hundred years we have gone through 15 recessions. Of course many people think about the Great Depression of 1929 you know that that depression obviously played a huge factor in the way that we live today. you know that generation still to this day hides money in places under their mattress and in uh, different parts of their house, <laughs> maybe in their backyard, you know, because they learned from the Great Depression that they couldn't put their money in the bank. Like it was, that is something that has changed. And so they learned how to thrive during that time because they were like, you know what, we're just gonna have to change. Many of us really look to the most recent recession, at the, you know, most people are calling this the Great Recession. So not the Great Depression, but the Great Recession and this was during uh you know 2007 to 2009 and many of us have been through that and most of us in our fundraising time you know if you've been fundraising for a little while here you probably were impacted from the Great Recession, and so you know that many things have changed since then. Obviously, our airports have changed. Uh, many things have happened just since—I mean, even 9/11, when that big incident had happened. But all of those things, all those little activities that have happened, have created the the world that we live in today. And we have clearly been able to thrive through every single one of those situations. And nothing is different about this one either. And so I think that we need to just take a look back and remember that there are a lot of people who have gone through some difficult times, but somehow we thrive. So think about all the jobs that have, you know, were in existence over the course of the last hundred years that aren't around anymore. And it's because something new, something more innovative has come to take its place. And that's really what I want us to remember because, you know, just because you're working in a company or working for an organization that was relevant Even a couple months ago, it may not be relevant in the next couple of months. And that's why in last week's episode, I really encouraged you to go back to your vision and remind yourself why you exist. Go back to the drawing board and remind yourself what is the vision of this organization. You know, I've had to do the same. I have been reading back, you know, my vision statement about how I, you know, I'm committed to ending the lack and scarcity mindset. And, uh, many call it the poverty mindset which has clearly uh, rooted its ugly head in our nonprofits and our ministries and i'm i'm really sick and tired of it to be honest with you i'm 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 really tired and this whole season that we're going through right now is is basically creating another excuse for lack and scarcity. We have enough excuses, right? We can blame, we are great. We are great at blaming all sorts of things for why we aren't raising the dollars that we need to raise or why we're not fulfilling the mission or vision of our organizations. And so for me, I just want to address it, you know, pull out that elephant in the room that it is, we, we will continue to find excuses, find reasons why we're not successful. And I don't want that for you. And I don't want that for me either. And so I want to talk about just how do we thrive? You know, so some of those jobs that I was just going to mention that, you know, are non-existent are think about how people used to be switchboard operators for the telephone system. Like somebody would have to actually patch you through to the person that you wanted to talk to, you know, then, then you move over to, uh, you know, the rotary phones, pay phones, landline phones, all of those are pretty much non-existent today. I mean, maybe grandma still has a landline phone, but for the most part, everything has been replaced in the phone system by the cell phone. And you know what? A lot of people lost jobs. A lot of people had to find new ways to provide for their families because those jobs went out of existence. Think about today with Uber and Lyft and how the cab drivers of the world, you know, it is causing so many people to have to shift their careers and move in a different direction. VCR repairmen, right? Who who, Cassette players, VCRs, DVD players even, you know, so many of those. Okay. Video store employees, they don't there's very, very few video store employees anymore. I don't know why there's a family video that still exists here. And I don't know how they're surviving. But, uh, you know, even think about uh, delivery systems, you know, door to door sales, like encyclopedias, and vacuum cleaners, milkmen, people used to actually deliver your milk, you know, like all of those career fields are not here, they don't exist anymore. And even some of our media outlets like newspapers and you know even TV and all of our different mediums have had to modify because of Twitter and social media and how instant communication, instant information is being found on the internet. I mean, the computer itself, right? Computer has absolutely revolutionized everything. And I'm sure there's a lot of companies out there who do not and were not happy about the internet. Because it meant that people could get access to information and access to products and services. Look at Amazon, who's killing it right now because they are delivering, you know, when other companies are not set up and are not ready to do that. So I just wanna remind you that, I mean, so many companies have come out of this. So many nonprofits have thrived during this time. So what are they doing, okay? What do we need to do in order to thrive? Okay, I wanna just address three things on today's episode. Uh, the first one is I want you to just flat out, number one, accept that change is inevitable. That change, this we are not going back to the way that it used to be anymore okay right like we we know that we're going to be hunkered down for the next several months and this is just the way that this is going to be so we're going to have to just accept the change start modifying how we're going to be doing business how are you going to serve your people what are you going to need to do just to modify your work so that you are relevant during this time, okay? And so as, as I say, accept that change is inevitable is number one. Number two is that I, you need to make yourself relevant and you may have to reinvent yourself. And you may have to come up with a new way of making sure that you're relevant, not only for your company as maybe an employee, but also relevant to the people that you serve. So if you are used to doing the work that you're doing by face-to-face communication, how are you modifying that so that you can still make sure that your doors are open? And yes, we're going to go back, you know, in the next couple months, things are most likely going to go back, but at the same time, they're not going to be what they used to be. I know a lot of people are starting to have questions about, will Will we shake each other's hands? Will we hug each other? you know, and I, oh my gosh, I'm a crazy hugger. And I, I do not, I, do, I don't want to see that change. <laughs> but at the same time, I understand that we, I probably shouldn't hug everybody. But at this, you know, I'm just like, oh, I, I hope that we don't lose that connection. Because you guys know that there are huge stress relievers. And there's, there's a lot of crazy medical benefits when you hug somebody. And I was actually thinking about this recently because I was like, I am very thankful for my dogs right now because I'm like I don't I don't know what people do that don't have animals during this quarantine time <laughs> you know so during the lockdown so if you don't have a pet um, I I hope that you can find somebody who does and maybe borrow that their their dog for a little while <laughs> I'm not a I'm not a huge cat fan but I maybe you have a cat that's snuggly I don't know but definitely a dog lover so uh, I encourage a dog but just the fact that you know we have to start thinking about how we're going to be doing things a little bit differently and how we're going to make sure that we're relevant you do not want to be the VCR repair man during all this right you don't want to come out of this and be like oh shoot they don't even need us anymore why would anybody financially give to our cause if we're not necessary And if you're an organization that focuses on gathering people together in community, uh, I'm not saying that your cause will be irrelevant because look at what we found out through all of this, is that we desperately crave community how people are being creative to find ways to connect with each other. Look at how people are using video conferencing like they've never used before. I mean, this last week I had 22 members of my family on a video call. We have never done that before, but to stay relevant <laughs> and to stay engaged and connected and in community together, we jumped on a call and I was so grateful that everybody did that because after it was all said and done, I was like, oh my gosh, it was so great to see everybody, you know? And so that this is what we need to be doing with our fundraising is in order to thrive, we've got to make sure that we're relevant. So if you used to do those face-to-face meetings for your fundraising, now we're doing them by video, we're doing them by phone, we're messaging people by email or social media or finding ways to be relevant during this season. Okay. And then the third thing is, is that I need you. I need you in order to thrive during these unprecedented times is I need you to speak up, speak up, do not. And I've said this for the last couple of episodes is that I'm like, do not freeze and do not go silent. This is when your voice needs to be heard. You are an expert in the field that you work in. The the ministry, the organization, the cause that you represent, you are the expert and people are looking to you. You know, I work with so many ministers and the people who are running these ministries, they're pastors. So it, it is so important. If you are a pastor, pastor first. You know, step up into that expertise of rallying and helping people through tough times and reminding them that you are someone who can be trusted. You're somebody that you're, you're a voice and, and a, a set of ears to be listening during this time when people are feeling lonely and separated and maybe feeling a bit of anxiety and, you know, depression during this time. What can you do? to utilize your expertise in the field that you work in to show others that, hey, I can be trusted and I am somebody that will be there for you. Whether you're financially supporting us or not, we're in this together. And, you know, I had a call this last week. I had invited you last week to join in on a call. And we did just a, you know, um, impromptu coaching call, Q&A fundraising call. And thank you if you joined in on that or you caught the recording of it. I felt like it was just Really important to bring you guys together. You know, whoever wanted to jump on this call, and we had a great turnout, and you know, it just really felt like I I just appreciate your guys' honesty and willingness to share. But one of the things that I continue to express and to share with you guys is that you need to reach out to people and just ask for advice. And so I did get some feedback from a few of you guys who joined in on that call, who took action and had reached out to your people and said, you know what, I just want to get your advice on our cause and the work that we're doing, what would you recommend we do during this time? And I have seen some super, super creative things pop up. You know, when you work with kids, you work with youth, you work with musicians, you work in, you know, healthcare or, you know, whatever the industry that you're in, it's amazing how your people have such a thumb on the pulse of what's going on. And they're going to tell you exactly what they want from you. And so I want to mind you ask for advice and you'll get money ask for money and you'll get advice and the more you ask for advice I just feel like the more engaged your volunteers the more engaged your donors will be with the work that you're doing and so but if you don't speak up and you don't rally them together they're not going to come they're they're not going to come tracking you down because they got so much stuff going on in their own world that the last thing they're thinking about is anybody but themselves and I know that that is you know, hard right now to deal with because you are used to people thinking about your cause, thinking about you guys and wondering how you're doing. But right now, I think that so many people are in that trying to accept change and trying to figure out a new normal that what you're doing is maybe not relevant to them right now. So that's why I I'm, I'm mentioning that the three things to thrive is to ex- you have to personally accept the change, you need to make sure that you're relevant so that you can get their attention and three you need to speak up and make sure that you have an opportunity to share with them. So um you know this is this is just you know one of those seasons where we are trying to figure it out as we go and I know I mean I'm trying to figure this out alongside you I've never been here before you know but I like I've mentioned before I've been through floods I've been through a tornado you know we've been through some major natural disasters and I've obviously been through a recession I started my big fundraiser in 2009 I I was hired by the American Cancer Society in 2007 to start my fundraiser and you know with Within, within five years, we raised $3.2 million during the peak of the recession. Okay? Like I have to continuously remind myself and remind the people that are around me that great things, great things are going to come out of this. And I know that you might be seeing the news and saying like, oh my gosh, look at all these people who are dying and look at all these people who are sick. And I just want to remind you that, that there are also just crazy positive great news that's happening on the other side of this as well. And so you have the ability to either, you know, be helpless or to help. And I believe as a nonprofit industry and as ministers that you are the helpers, you know, just like, you know, um, so many of our, you know, People who have gone before us, you know, that we've watched, that we've emulated and said, wow, you know, I would love to be like them someday. Well, here's your chance. Okay. I'm not asking you to be a superhero, but as a leader of your cause, I think that a lot of people are looking to you to be a superhero and to step up and to remind them that everything's going to be okay. And so as you're walking through this, I just wanted to give you these few tips so that you can continue to look at how can I help others? How can I remain, you know, in control of what I can control and let everything else happen as it's going to happen? You know, whether or not you know things turn around and as quickly as they do we don't know so it's important that we just accept this change that we make ourselves relevant and that we speak up and make sure that our voice is being heard you know I want to share a few updates here with you guys on some how I'm actually implementing these ideas you know how I'm really working through uh, my business and working with people individually so that I can you know see some of these changes happen myself you know I was sharing recently with a group of people that I'm like you know this is a great time if you have been thinking about making changes this is a great time to do it. And I'm not saying use COVID-19 as an excuse for that, but it is a time back to last week's episode when I said, go back to your vision. It's a great time for you to reevaluate and say, you know what, do we need all these positions? Do we need to be fundraising in this way? Do we need to be engaging our donor base or our constituents, the people we serve? Do we need to be doing that in this way? Could we do it this way instead? And so I've been doing that too. I mean, there's certain programs that I run, one of the major things when I first got started was I wanted to be a fundraising coach, consultant, and trainer. Those were the three things that I was really focused on. I wanted to do one-on-one coaching where I got to work directly with nonprofit ministry leaders and just really dig into your situation and find out, okay, how can I give you some real life, uh, my expertise, be able to instill that in you so that you don't have to go through the pitfalls that I went through as a fundraiser. I can see things coming a mile away and can really get you that advi- advice and allow you to move exponentially faster in your fundraising. So coaching is a really big deal for me. I love one-on-one coaching. I've got several clients who have chosen to do that. I think you can move a lot faster. You can move you know, exponentially quicker when somebody else is just, hey, do this, do that, do this, do that. And that's really uh, what I do for those clients. Uh, consulting is where I go in and I really dig in deep with a client. Now, these are really large clients. These are typically multi-million. Million dollar campaigns that I'm working on, whether that's a building or it's a national campaign for an organization, but those are usually pretty typically large campaigns. And then I do training. Um, Training is where I have larger groups of people, where whether I come into your organization and I go meet with your board, your staff, your team, and I do more of an in-depth training for a day or two. But I have more recently, I've, I've I continue to do that, but I find that the best way for me to train is actually online. So right now, during all of this, you know, COVID-19 stuff, I'm actually set up right now to do all those trainings online. So my life has not really changed a whole lot. But one of the programs that I've been running for the last two years, I I launched it right before the holidays two years ago. And I had shared with you guys, it was an application process. It was a really in-depth training program, specifically for people who are working on putting on signature fundraisers. And, you know, I, I made that a pretty high ticket price point because I wanted to make sure that the people who are in my class, who are a part of that training, were really committed. I did not want people to show up and do it halfway. I wanted them to be so focused and you know a part of this program and committed in. And so I have a great group of students. We meet every single week, and I I, I can't tell you how much I've appreciated those the time that we share together. And I know that they have have utilized each other's ideas. Uh, there's such a synergy between the t- between all of the people in that group and I've seen their fundraising exponentially grow. And you know, uh, something that really hit me this last week as I was talking with them was about how the ones who have been with me in this program are not feel they're not feeling fear because they don't have the funds. And here's the deal. I'm all about fundraising freedom. Freedom freedom the definition of freedom is to act speak and think without holding back and as i talked to my my clients in fundraising freedom academy i just was like you have stinking done it <laughs> like they have done it you know we all deal with trying to overcome lack and scarcity but here's the deal they are not lacking or having any sort of scarcity around their finances They have the ability to focus on what really matters and that's serving their clients and serving their people well. And to me, that was like, I mean, mission accomplished, right? I mean, I'm here to educate, encourage, and empower you. And that's exactly what was happening and what happened for them. And so anyways, all that to be said is that I just couldn't, through all this, I was like, okay, I've got to accept that change is inevitable that you know what it's I'm teaching people how to put on signature fundraisers and you know what we're not putting on signature fundraisers right now we are not (laughs) we are not gathering in groups of more than 10 and signature fundraisers are being canceled left and right so no I'm not teaching people how to put signature fundraisers on right now so I have to accept that that change is happening right now and so what I need to do and what I have done is just really trying to focus on how do I make myself relevant how do I make these training programs relevant and so what it is is I these what I wanted to do and what I'm what I am doing is instead of really focusing on those signature fundraisers I am bringing back the layers and really um, making sure that I'm available and this program is available to more people so that they can fundraise during these times. So whether you have a signature event or not, that doesn't, I've really been trying to push people away from putting on five k walks and galas and, you know, those golf tournaments and stuff like that because you guys know that whether something like this, and it's not just a like a pandemic like this, it could be anything like we talked about it could be a natural disaster it could be uh, a loss of a job somebody did something in a company that caused the entire company to go under and now all of a sudden you have depend you're so dependent on that one company or that one date on the calendar to bring in all of your money and i think that that is opposite of freedom right we are depending on everything to align perfectly and that's not what needs to happen so anyways all that to be said i am cutting all of my prices okay like you're hearing about this for the first time on this podcast i have not told anybody about this yet but i have slashed all of my prices on fundraising freedom academy i am opening the doors i have not opened the doors to this program uh, since november of this last year okay I typically try and launch this program once a year uh, but I am opening it up and you guys are going to be the first ones to hear about this you're the first ones to have access to the program I wanted to make this so economical for you I want to make sure that you have access to me as a trainer I don't want you to be sitting there freaking out trying to figure out how to fundraise how are we going to get through this so I am opening up the doors to fundraising freedom Academy if you are listening to this podcast episode, the doors are open. Okay. The doors are open. Fundraising freedom academy.com. Okay. I'm not asking you to apply. I am not asking you to jump through any hoops. I'm asking you to join because you need community now more than ever. Now, I tell people often that, you know, sure, I teach people how to fundraise. I tell you how to do it. Sometimes people are like, I don't know how to fundraise. I just need to know how to do it. Show me how to do it. And that's awesome. But I actually think that there are so many resources online to teach you how to fundraise that that is actually the least exciting thing that I that I teach is how to fundraise. I actually think that the two most important things is the coaching and the community is that we need somebody who's going to push us. And that's really what I'm doing. I'm showing up every single call, and I'm making sure that you know that you're not alone in this. And then I'm going to coach you through it when you're struggling. When you feel like, oh my gosh, I can't pick up the phone. I don't know if I should call them during this time. What if they just lost their job? What if we, you know, walk into this situation and and they're upset with us? You know, I am going to be the person who's going to be walking with you through that. But I also believe that it's so important that you have community. And I have been a part of coaching groups uh, for the last five, six years now, and I cannot tell you how powerful they. Are and the reason why my business is successful, the reason why I feel like I have done uh, as well as I've done, is because of them. None of us do anything great on our own, right? We're all we're not that awesome. (laughs) Like I'm not that awesome, you know. But we need each other. We need community. And so I want to make sure that you have coaching. You have an expert in the field like me. And like I've said, I've done every fundraiser under the sun. I know what you're going through, I know the anxiety that you're feeling right now, and I want to just provide a safe place for you to gather. And so coaching, community, and of course, I'm going to teach you how to fundraise along the way. So uh, inside of this program, Fundraising Freedom Academy, I've talked about it before, but it is, I am walking you through step by step by step through the fundraising process. There are 40 video modules, okay? So you've got 40 training modules that like you can listen to whenever you want. And then on top of it, it, um we have coaching calls twice a month so basically every 2 weeks we're gonna be on a coaching call together. And that means that you have me and then you also have your peers. You have other people who are doing this. Now, I do wanna tell you that one of the things that was really important for me was that I really did niche down in the work that I'm doing. And so I have another program called Fully Funded Academy. Fully Funded is specifically for missionaries. Uh, If you are a missionary who is raising personal support, please, I'm going to tell you the best program for you is my program called Fully Funded Academy. But if you are a ministry, a faith based leader who is running a nonprofit organization, you are overseeing the operating expenses, you're overseeing the overall fundraising of your organization. Fundraising Freedom Academy is for you. Okay. I know that the two names sound so similar. Uh, please forgive me. But uh, as you know, I wrote my book Fundraising Freedom three years ago. And so that is really my core training. And it is focused on organizations, it's focused on, you know, those of you who are trying to raise tens, hundreds millions of dollars hundreds of thousands of dollars millions of dollars for your cause fundraising freedom is really that place for you okay so i'm going to let you know to, on today's call that all those prices are reduced i have decided to allow students to come in on a monthly basis which i've never ever ever done and so now that program is only 97 bucks a month okay 97 bucks a month okay you can come in you can steal what you want and leave if you want (laughs) okay but I'm telling you the most important part is community and so and those coaching calls but I'm gonna let you know that the doors have opened and you can get in for 97 bucks a month into Fundraising Freedom Academy Uh, you can buy in at the annual rate which is less than a thousand bucks so 997 and you'll be able to get basically two months free of the academy Academy, and we're going to be doing a live online training. Okay, so you will not only get into the program, get access to all the videos, access to the coaching, all that. You'll also get a ticket into my live online workshop. So we are not going to be doing it live as you can imagine. That is uh, not possible right now. So we're going to be doing that online. I already have incredible teachers that are going to be coming alongside me. So if you are currently a student of mine, you already have a ticket. Get to join in. Um, and but for those of you who are just listening right now, please consider joining us inside of Fundraising Freedom Academy. I also have one other option, which is uh, the option where we can do some one on one coaching. So, when I mentioned to you, one on one coaching is where we dig deep and we're going to be talking through specifically your scenario. And it's just you and I on a call. The call is recorded. The call can be you can have a board member, a staff, other staff members. It's your call, it's however you want to use it but uh, that next level up allows you to have three months basically what I normally do is three months of one-on-one coaching but you can use those six hours however you want you can drag those out for the entire year if you want to you can use them all in the next six weeks Uh, but I do want to encourage you to do that I all of my one-on-one clients I will tell you this All of my one-on-one clients, they work with me for three months and then they're out the door. You know, I would love to keep clients on for years and years and years to come, but my goal here is to teach you and let you go. It's really the whole, I want to teach you how to fish and then I want you to go fish. So I want you to, I want to teach you how to fundraise and then I want you to go fundraise. I want you to go flourish and have incredible success in your fundraising. So I don't want you to feel like you have to be with me forever, but I do want to teach you what I know. I want to show you my freedom process. I want to be with you through that process. And so many of my students say that they love being a part of my programs because it reminds them of how important it is to fundraise. It puts fundraising on the calendar for them because they know that they've got that dedicated time with me to really brainstorm and get fired up, get excited about their fundraising. And it, it just forces them to take action. And that's really what I want uh, uh, more than anything. Is that I don't want you to just to listen to the show. I want you to take action. Listen to the show and then take action, right? You know, go get it done. Um, And many times we just need a swift kick in the pants, right? (laughs) Like sometimes we just need somebody to remind us that it's like, oh, I know I need to pick up the phone. I need to call that person or... Sometimes my coaching advice to my students is you need to pause because I have seen where some students are so excited and so like really um, go-getters. And so they'll call everybody and they'll be so, you know, on top of it. And I'm like, oh my gosh, stop. Because the best person to call on someone is the person who has the best relationship with them. And it may or may not be you. It may be one of your volunteers. And so that's something that during those calls, I have the ability to really coach you through that and show you how you should move forward and to do it effectively. So all of this, I just want to invite you. That is something that's really important. And I mentioned to you today how to thrive during these unprecedented times. The third part was to speak up. So today I'm speaking up. I want to make sure that my voice is heard to let you know that I am here for you. And I don't want finances to stand in the way. I don't want a time commitment to stand in the way. I I want to make sure that my doors are open for you, that there are no barriers. There's nothing that's stopping you from taking action today. So if you're feeling stuck and frustrated and flailing and you're like, oh my gosh, um, your previous programs may have been too much and I couldn't afford it, this is the time to join in on one of my programs, okay? Uh, the two that I'm going to push hardcore here, you know, is really, if, if you are that missionary listening in, make sure you're over and fully funded and you're taking, you know, really taking advantage of the resources that are over there. I partner with my marketing friend and expert Mike Kim on that. And he is the best in the business when it comes to marketing. And so I want to make sure that you guys have those resources in that space. But if you are a ministry leader and you are running a faith-based organization and you're, you want to learn as an organization, you need to join us in Fundraising Freedom Academy. Okay. So all the details, are on fundraisingfreedomacademy.com I will have the links all in the show notes and um, just Please take some time, take a look at the website. I have all the details about what you get inside of the Academy there. So, but for 97 bucks, I wanted to make this such a no brainer. Okay. No brainer. If you're joining anything else like Chamber of Commerce or, um, you know, any of these other types of groups, like they're all great, but there is no program. I'm telling you this right now. No one is doing this program. No one has the resources available like Fundraising Freedom Academy does. I'm telling you, this is the exact process that I did to raise a half a million dollars during a recession. Okay, I net a half a million dollars with a first year fundraiser during the Great Recession. I know better than anyone how to work through these times. I have done it. I have pounded the pavement, I have knocked on the doors, I know what works and I know what doesn't. And so I want to make sure that you guys have a resource available at your fingertips. I know it may be hard to make a decision right now whether to join something, but now you've got more time on your hands and you have the ability to start reading, studying, learning and taking action. And I think there's a lot of things that happen um, when when I teach fundraising freedom. I always tell people the first few steps, focus your vision, run your research those are those are steps you have to do by yourself. And so it's not until you start enlisting your team and then you start building out your print materials and you start building out your branding stuff that all is being done where you're not knocking on doors and you're not having these big fundraising events and these big gatherings, these are the things that happen behind the scenes before people make these big announcements about their fundraisers. So I'm telling you, this is when people should be working their tails off behind the scenes and preparing for the day that the doors flood open. They're gonna fling wide open. You're either gonna be ready or you're not. And so all I gotta say is, that what I teach inside of Fundraising Freedom Academy absolutely works. I have testimony after testimony after testimony. I mean, one of my students, I mean, he has the funds to build a building and he's holding the funds back because they don't need to build a building right now because of things, how things have changed. And so the same thing goes for other people that I'm like, money is no longer a problem. I mean, wouldn't that be a dream for you and your cause if you were not thinking about your finances during times like this, but instead the money was sitting in the bank ready for you and that you had sustainable income coming in every single month. That is what I want for you, okay? And I know that I can offer that inside of Fundraising Freedom Academy. So anyways, all the details are inside there. Today, as I shared how to thrive during unprecedented times, I want to go back to the three things. Accept that change is inevitable, right? Two, make yourself relevant. And three, speak up. All right. So that's my encouragement for you guys today. Uh, Be sure to check out Fundraising Freedom Academy if that is you. Of course, Fully Funded Academy we will have the link in the show notes for that as well. Um, And then one last thing. I'm also going to be hosting a training, a free training this week. Uh, So I will be sending out all the details for that free training this week um, inside of my weekly email. So if you have not signed up for that that email with me, be sure to go to maryvaloni.com and sign up. All right. Until next week, I hope you guys have a great week. Let's go change the world one volunteer and one dollar at a time.